don't like that. Alright, what is up everybody? Uh, I'm back, and this is my uh, third episode in this uh, sundressed mini-series that I'm doing here. <laughs> and uh, I'm here with drummer extraordinaire Vic Chan. How you doing? What's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. The, the one and only, only Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a hit, man. Yeah, I, I love it. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> um, but, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't come up with it sooner, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, better late than never, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> better now than never. Um, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, we were talking a little bit, like, I've, um, uh, it's been cool. I've been following you on Instagram for about a year, ever since you guys played that show here in St. Louis, and I actually was, um... How long have you been a part of Sundress now, officially? Uh, uh, I think since like pretty much January of 2018. Okay. So yeah, about, about yeah, about two and a half years at this point. And my my first tour was um the tour that we did with Speak Low, that short winter run. Like yeah. Okay, yeah. I, so I was at that show too at Fubar, um, and I, I remember you. Oh, okay. I remember you being on that tour. Yeah, that was a cool show too. I wish. Um, yeah. If it wouldn't have been in the middle of winter, um, I think more people would have sh <laughs> like showed up. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That oh, that it was a fun tour, but yeah, it was. Oh, dude, it was so cold on that tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, let's go back a little bit though, because I know. Um, you posted a video on Facebook not too long ago. Um, you were in this band called The New Classic, um, and I, I actually really liked that. <laughs> you posted an yeah, old video was... of that. I actually really liked that song you posted, but you've been playing music and touring for like quite a while, right? Yeah, so even, even I mean, even before New Classic, I used to be in this like, this like pop country band uh, called My Girl Friday, and like we did like we went like we toured with like the Somerset and stuff like that. So okay. yeah, I I've been, I've been around the block a few times. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah, how do you um you know do you miss? Uh, have you been like uh, pretty consistently touring like um for most of that time that you've been playing music as well? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, after that pop country band, I mean. A bunch of nonsensical stuff happened when that band fell apart and so like it kind of made me I didn't play drums for like six months after that and then yeah Matt actually so I used to be in the new classic with Matt who's also in Sundressed and so actually I, at this point Sundressed is now the third band I've been in with Matt but yeah <laughs> new classic that was like the one that, to kind of get me to get me back on the horse essentially because I had kind of stopped playing because at that point I was like, oh, bands are dumb. This is dumb. I'm never going to be in a band ever again. This whole thing is stupid. And then six months later, I was playing drums again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I went through a period of time. Yeah, for um, I mean, now I've been playing again for five years consistently um, working on my own stuff and, and playing in, in bands and jamming with people and stuff like that um, and writing my own solo music. But um, I went through a period of time, like for eight years, where I didn't play hardly at all because I was like, just the whole idea of I'm not going to make any money at this. What's the point? 
this is silly, I'm too old, um, and now I'm older, and I'm, I love it more than I ever have before. <laughs> Dude, I'm, right? I mean, I, I feel like a lot of it comes down to just, like, like, just finally meeting the right people. Like, I mean, it's taken me 10 plus years and X amount of bands to, you know, finally, to finally get to this point to where it's like, I mean, that, that was a big part of why I had stopped playing music at that point too. Cause I'll be honest, a lot of those, some of those dudes were not the best people. So like I, w- I just wasn't into it. So to be in this position 10 plus years down the road and to be in a band where I mesh with every single member and we get along great. And we, it's yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that definitely has a lot to do with it for sure. I completely agree, and it's uh, I've I've had similar experiences in the past too, where it's like you're playing with some guys, or, or you know you're playing with people that um, maybe they're in it for the wrong reasons, or they're in it for themselves, um, and yeah. I mean also just like personalities clash when you're doing something extremely creative, and egos get in the way yeah. and stuff like that, and when you can kind of I think it's just a sign of maturity that when you get older, it's like um, you can get along with people and, um, you know, it's, it's just easier to be like accepting of other people's ideas and wanting, you know, all having kind of being aligned with your goals and everything like that. So I'm, I'm good to hear it, man. It, it sounds like, uh, and definitely from the sounds of this record, um, that you guys just put out, uh, it sounds like it's going incredibly well because I, I really, really, um, I, I can't stress it enough. I, I listened to the entire album again after I talked to AJ yesterday um, <laughs> um, I really just, I'm really enjoying this album quite a bit. Like, um, you know, how do you, how does it feel to finally have it out now after you, after you put so much work into it? Man, it's, it's a relief. Like, it's awesome. Cause I mean, yeah, at this point, I mean, we, I finished tracking drums in the beginning of July last year. So it's been a year since oh, I had finished my part. So it's been, so like, like it's cool. Cause like, it's out now and like everybody can hear it. But at the same time, like because of the circumstances of there being like a pandemic and we can't really play shows or tours. So now it's like, it's like, Oh yeah, the record's out. But now um, you're kind of in that position where it's like, well, well now what, now what do I have? I mean, it's, it's kind of like, well, what do I have to look forward to now? I mean, we have a couple like live stream like sessions and like a couple things lined up like, Obviously, there's no tours or anything, so that feeling's a little weird. But I mean, having the record out is it's great. I'm I'm glad that Rude was super cool, and they they were willing to put the record out during this pandemic, even. So yeah, for sure. I, I'm sure that's like a weird. I know that like um, some other bands that have put out albums this year have echoed kind of the same sentiment, like you work really hard especially i mean a full-length album is a shit ton of work um even if you've done it multiple times i think it still is just a big project (laughs) for everybody for the the songwriters the producers um you know the engineers like the marketing you know there's so many moving parts and so many things to put together to actually get the product in people's hands that then you're like okay, well, now it's out, what do we do now? Um, because normally you would probably go on a, you know, 60-day tour or something like that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, in, a, in any normal circumstance, we would be on tour right now since the record came out, yeah. 
Like we would we would be playing shows right now if in any normal scenario. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it sucks. It's like um, I saw a meme that was like <laughs> it was kind of torturous, but it was like it it was like a Simpsons thing, and it just said like it was like Homer looking down at a piece of paper or something, and it said the last concert you went to was seven months ago, <laughs> which which is true, and it sucks. It's like especially yeah. for, for for musicians, but also people that um, are just music. And I go to a lot of shows. I like to play shows. I like the social aspect of, especially in St. Louis, um, and even elsewhere when I go to music fests and stuff like that. I just love, um, I have a lot of friends from all different parts of um, the country and the world, and it's like, I love going to those shows and seeing friends of mine that are in bands or that are on tour with bands, and um, I really, really miss it. Um, I probably would have seen you um, maybe, maybe twice by now, if things would have been normal. Yeah, totally. We probably, we, we probably would have hung out at least a couple of times by now at this point. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And so, it, and I, you know, I have other friends like that, like Keep Flying is another band. Um, I, I probably yeah. see John, John James Ryan two or three times a year and I haven't seen him like in over a year now. And it, it sucks because it's like, <laughs> um, yeah. that's just, that's, a, yeah, that's, that's totally, and I feel like that's one of my favorite things of touring. I mean, yeah, playing music, seeing cool places, but just like, I love seeing my tour friends. Like, like it sucks not being able to roll through Austin and getting to hang out with Nominee this year because that's usually the that's the case every tour is, yeah, let's go let's go to the Nominee house, let's go hang out with Chris and Andy and everybody, but yeah, I don't. That's not a thing this year. Yeah, that, yeah, things like that is definitely for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's really sucks, and not to be too doom and gloom about it. It's like, but we don't really know. There's just a lot of uncertainty. We don't know when it's going to come back and, and go back to the way to what to normal, whatever normal is going to look like from here on out. Um, totally, it's, it's yeah. Wild, but um, uh, it seems like you. Um, I really like. Um, I love all your drum covers and the different stuff that you've been doing to kind of like. It seems like you have found. I know that you were kind of doing the playthroughs and um, drum covers and stuff like that probably prior to the pandemic, but it's has that really um, has that been something that's kind of kept you um, like kept up your chops and like um, is doing these videos where you're kind of doing different series of um, songs that you like and covering them on drums and stuff like that. Has that helped you um, kind of? I'm sure that's got to be a little bit of a release since you can't play a show, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, that that's 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 literally all. That's it's pretty much what's been keeping me sane this whole time. Like, like I I live by myself. Um, I mean, I live by myself. The band's based out of Phoenix. I don't even before the pandemic. I didn't. Re I maybe hung out with maybe a handful of people. So like, yeah, this whole pandemic. Like I, I've I've seen my girlfriend once this entire pandemic like because oh, wow. we don't live together so it's like literally like i i work monday through friday and then yeah i, I play drums saturday sunday and yeah that's literally what's been keeping me sane like the last like nine months because like I, yeah i i don't talk the only people i talk to are like the the two other two or three other people at my work and yeah i literally see nobody or hang out with no one i i literally just play drums so yeah, it's like a release, but at the same time, it's like it's also keeping me busy. Like, it, like I'm, I'm, I'm not be playing shows for a while, but like, 
I want to keep honing my craft. And I'd like to think that, yeah, I'd like to think maybe I'm improving from playing every weekend. But, I mean, I guess the whole posting stuff, it's like it's almost also kind of like a personal catalog just to hold myself accountable, make sure I'm staying busy this whole time and not slacking off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I... Um, right before all this happened. Um, oh, and, and one, one good thing is, though, you, you have a pretty good crew of uh, um, <laughs> canines. <laughs> it seems like uh, dogs oh, at your house, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't exercise a people, but I've been hanging out with my three dogs this whole time. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nice, though. Like, um, you know, during the first few months of all this, like, um, I live by myself as well. I moved out into an apartment. Um, by myself like a week or two before uh like everything shut down and we started quarantining so like it was and i'm a really social like i like going out i like um i mean i love my alone time too but i love going out and i love um hanging out with my friends and seeing people and then um about three months in i did meet um a lady and so i've been spending a lot of time with her now and i I have seen some of my friends but like um, it is tough, man. It's it's tough, and I I didn't play guitar too much or write any songs, and I was really on a roll with like uh, demoing out some stuff. And uh, just over the last month or two, um, I've gotten back into it and kind of like you said, I like that idea of just a personal catalog. Like I my Dropbox is full of tons of songs that I've demoed out in GarageBand that probably will never see the light of day. <laughs> but hey, I mean um, I. I mean, I've been posting a bunch of stuff, like, no joke, I, I probably have, like, 20 Beach Slang covers just sitting in a in a Google Drive right now, like, oh, nice. aside from aside from everything I've been posting, like, there's dozens of other just stuff that I've done that I just haven't posted, just, just, I just have it, yeah, it's just, it's all stockpiling, I might post some of it, I might not, we'll see, I mean, who knows how long this will last, so. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice. I mean, I enjoy, like, seeing people like you and other people that are uh, posting different different stuff that they're do- doing during this time. It, it inspires me because if I see, like, oh, Vic's doing another drum cover, like, you know, he's getting out there and, and working on it, even, you know, and staying motivated. Like, it does inspire me to kind of, okay, I should get out there. I should go down to my studio and, and play a little bit and work on um, – you know, whatever, just get a little bit better. And uh, the more time that I can yeah. spend with a guitar in my hand, the better, you know, I'm going to get naturally. So totally. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah. And if I can inspire somebody that that's awesome. I think I, I actually had somebody on Facebook, like reach out to me and he told me that he, he started showing his like, his like six, four, six year old son. <laughs> he had just started getting into drums and like, he was showing his kid like all the videos I had been posting, and it was like he it was like hyping his kid up, and then it made his kid want to go and go out to the garage and practice. And I'm like, that's awesome! Like, if nobody watches these videos except for that one kid, and it makes him want to go play drums, that's all that matters to me. So, oh, absolutely, yeah, and I think that's a huge. Um, you know, I actually post. Um, and I, I just got back into doing it like a month ago. Um, uh, but I, I, I do some life coaching and career coaching and stuff like that. Um, I've been doing that for the last five years or so. And um, I was posting a lot of that type of content on 
Instagram over the last few years. Uh-huh. And I kind of got out of doing it. And, um, you know, sometimes I would think this is really silly. Like, wh- who am I? Who really cares? But um, every time that I would think that, like, I would always have somebody. Um, and a lot of times it would be somebody that I didn't know. And they would reach out and say, hey, man, I love your videos. Like, thanks for posting this message. Like, um, you never know if you're doing like who's watching and how it's making yeah. an impact. So totally. Yeah. 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 I think that's awesome, man. Like, um, uh, and yeah, it's just, you never know who, who's watching and, and who you can inspire. So do you work? I saw that recently you posted a couple, like, do you work with CNC drum company? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I endorse those guys. I've been, I've been playing their drums since like probably I think like, 2009 2010 something like that so yeah they've they've been they've been my they've been my guys for a long 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 time yeah okay okay yeah at this point like i i couldn't see myself playing playing anybody else's drums yeah yeah that's awesome man i saw that i just wanted to ask i i heard like a lot of good things about them and um i thought it was cool to see you posting like i mean it seems like Playing drums is a big part of your life. Like, do you ever get, um, aside from those six months, like where you kind of wanted to stop playing for a little while, do you ever get burnt out or like hit a wall or anything and feel like um, you're not improving or like what's the point or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely hit walls like that. And I mean, I mean, it happens. And I mean, I'm fortunate enough that like I live in a house and like. I can, I have a spare bedroom where I have like my little home studio set up. So it's like, I can go play drums and like, if, if I'm not feeling it or like, I'm just having a bad day, like I can just take a breather. I can get up, I can leave, I can watch TV and then I can come back versus it's like, you have like a lockout space or like an offsite practice place. It's like, you gotta drive there. And then once you're there, it's like, well, I'm here, I'm committed. I have to play. And then if you're, if you're, it's like a bad day and it's like well i'm here i gotta keep playing so i mean i'm definitely fortunate to be able to have the ability to play at my house and yeah like like if it's not feeling right i can literally just like pump the brakes i can stop and i can just go chill out and if i want to come back 20 in 20 minutes i can come back in 20 minutes yeah 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 i love that i love that like i um I have a space. It's it's about ten minutes from my house, so it's really not far, um, which I'm really thankful for. Um, and and it's a comfortable spot. Like I've got video games and a, a nice comfy couch there. And um, I, I do that sometimes if I'm feeling like okay, I I can't really figure out what comes next in this song. Like I'm gonna lay down and take a nap, or maybe I'll play like some Sonic and Sonic that I have like old. Sega Genesis games there. Uh, maybe I'll play some Sonic the Hedgehog for like you know thirty minutes and kind of come back to it. Um, yeah, I think that's good. And something that helps me too is like um, you know I love punk rock and punk rock is definitely something that's kind of in my DNA. Um, it's totally I, yeah. I do feel like it is a part of the attitude of punk rock and um, the music is just like um, it's a part of me for sure. But um, sometimes I need to do something, play something other than punk. <laughs> like, dude, no, yeah, I totally get that. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's kind of that's part of that's part of the reason why I have like twenty beach line covers just sitting on deck. Was like, 
like I'm I'm a sucker for just like rock and roll, like sloppy rock and roll songs that like that are just like feel good songs that just that to me make me want to play drums. And so like for me, just like yeah, if I'm especially during this pandemic, so like playing a bunch of slang songs to me was like kind of like a nice reminder to just like take a step back, kind of just have a breather and just have fun. Like, like for like all those slang covers, like, like for all the sundress playthroughs and a lot of those covers I do, like I have the click track go in. I want to make sure everything's perfect, but like those slang covers, it's like, there's no click. I'm just dropping the MP3 and a logic and I'm just going like, and that, and that's playing those slang songs was like almost therapy for me during the pandemic, just to remind myself that, Hey, yeah, things are shitty, but you can still have fun right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Like just keeping it fun and like not, Oh, I need to do, I need to work on that a little bit mentally too. Like, um, you know, I even going running, like when I, I started running a few months ago, and I started taking it way too seriously. I was like, okay, I have to run faster today than I ran yesterday. And I have to run more miles this month than I did last month. And like, it was kind of taking, burning me out, like taking the fun out of it. <laughs> totally. Um, and, that, and that's like, that's like kind of how it started for me. Like right when the pandemic started, when I started setting up recording gear, I was like that too. I was like, I'll do a couple covers here or there. And then I was like, oh, I got to do, I got to do a cover every week. And then, yeah, like you said, like, it kind of started not being fun anymore. And then, yeah, and that's kind of when the whole, oh, let's just do a bunch of slang songs kind of started. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm a big Beach Sling um, fan as well. Um, he, I, I like his stuff, and I, I think you described it perfectly of like a guy, you know, just kind of having that. Um, it doesn't have to be, he, you know, his music's, he's a very talented songwriter, you know, and guitarist, but like it doesn't have to be perfect. And, you know that he knows that and that he's just really being passionate about like his music yeah. and i love um i love that song um <laughs> um you're the perfect high yeah yeah yeah, yeah where it's just like it it just kind of the ending just kind of drags out with the drums and the same chord progression going and it's like oh man you know this is this is the shit like um yeah i i want to learn some of his stuff now <laughs> um so tell me, or do you have um, like any favorite tracks um, off the new uh, Sundress record? Oh man, favorite. I mean, for me personally, like I'd say probably probably the facts and your frequency are probably like my favorites. Oh, dude, your frequency—that is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely those two are definitely my favorites to play. And that, that in, is this a drug? I love playing those songs. As far as just songs in general that are my favorite i love no thanks that's probably my favorite song on the okay. record yeah yeah um yeah your frequency for sure that was one that that stuck out to me that i really um just had a, it had a real driving beat to it and um uh yeah i really like the melodies and everything and uh totally yeah i, I also uh I was going on a really long run the, the day after uh, the album came out and I was listening to it and um, <laughs> that song, uh, it just hit me. I really like it. It's, I think, feel like it's kind of a sleeper, but sensitive motherfucker. Yeah, that's a, that, that song has a special place in my head. Trevor and I have been kind of talking about this, especially as the reviews have been coming in for the song and 
I think he he touched based on it. I think in one of the interviews that I read for him, and like the song's great and it's awesome. It's kind it kind of sticks out, but like that was the point of the song was like this is like the physical embodiment of addressing toxic masculinity like yes. in society, and like. It's just funny, like, because Trevor, we read a couple interviews, and, like, people were kind of trashing the song, and, like, I could tell Trevor was getting a little bummed, but I, like, told him, I'm like, dude, putting this in there is, like, a test to people. It's, like, the people that write off a song being, like, oh, this is just some bubblegum pop, like, nonsensical song, like, it doesn't fit. It's, like, way to go. You failed the test. Like, that's the <laughs> yeah. reason why. That, that's, the, that's literally the reason why this song is on the record. And if you dismiss it without even paying attention to lyrical content, you failed the test. Yes. I, I <laughs> love that. I love that. It's like, if you get it, you get it. Um, and, yeah. and I totally resonate with that too. Like, I think just the idea as we're progressing as a society, like the idea of, of just masculinity. And I've talked about this on the podcast as well with um, other people at length, like, just the idea that you always have to be strong and that you can't talk about your emotions and that, you know, um, that you can't be sensitive. Like, and I think that's what's wrong with um, the idea of masculinity in the first place. It's like we all have, yeah. we all have feelings. We're all, you know, and to push them away is like just making, the, the, you know, if you bottle them up, it's not going to go away. Like it, it's eventually going to come back in some form of, anger or rage or frustration and I've experienced that myself like I used to bottle shit up all the time and um get totally I mean I probably I mean I, I'm still guilty of that like I, I still do shit like that yeah 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 and like um you know the smallest thing would set me off and it would make it, it wouldn't make any sense of why I was mad and it's like well I'm not mad because of this little bitty thing this little thing was just like the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm mad about all these other <laughs> years of things that I've been holding in. <laughs> yeah. So um, I know you're also a big, I like to kind of keep things a little, um, you know, we don't always have to talk about music. Um, I know you're a big Star Wars fan. Yep, huge. Yes, yes. Um, me as well. I mean, maybe probably not as much as you are, but um, uh, I, I, as they've, Disney Plus has, released all of them now um something that i've been doing uh during quarantine is kind of not s super seriously watching them but having them all in the background from like the prequels um phantom menace Dude, i i've literally been doing i can't tell you how many times i've gone through the entire saga <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what i like i haven't turned on my tv yet since i've been home but i that's that's what's going on i think i might i might be a did i finish episode nine last I might be on episode nine on this cycle right now. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, when I turn on the TV right now, like it's going to be, I'll be putting star Wars on again in the background. Nice. I'm in the same boat as you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's cool because it's like, there's no matter how many times I watch those movies, I feel like there's always something that comes out that I'm like, Oh, I forgot about that. Or like, Oh yeah, this character, like, um, you know, just little parts that, um, maybe I, I didn't stick out to me before start to stick out to me now. Um, uh, what what do you oh, yeah. what do you think of the Mandalorian? I love the Mandalorian, and I cannot I cannot wait for season two to start. That's I, I guess now that the record's out, that's what I have looked forward to this year is the second <laughs> season of Mandalorian. Yes, <laughs> it's I think it's 
is it this weekend or next weekend or uh, it's... I think it's I, I want to say it the 30th is when it starts okay but yeah. I mean I, I just gotta know I gotta know is is Ahsoka Tano gonna be in it or not like they keep saying that Rosario Dawson is gonna be her but they won't confirm that she's gonna be in season two it's like I need to know man I gotta know if Ahsoka <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh dude i just thought it was i i really really enjoyed it i thought it like it had a great feel to it and um you know it had that almost kind of western feel with like a lot of shootouts and um oh totally yeah like it was that. like it was i mean at the end of the day it was it Mandalorian was basically what was it, what's that i think it's like uh what it's some story Bit wolf in the cub or something like I can't remember what jumping the, story. the shark. Well, just the, the premise of Mandalorian. Somebody was telling me that it's oh. basically like wolf in the cub or Lone something. Wolf and cub, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was telling me that the premise is basically that, but in Star Wars, and I'm, and I'm not familiar with, with with that story, so I I don't know. But that's what I heard. But that aside, though, I love the Mandalorian. It's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I, I thought it was uh, it was really really well done, and um, I mean, who doesn't love Baby Yoda? Like, <laughs> oh right, yeah. Did you did you watch the uh, what was it the the Galaxy or I think it was the Galaxy's Edge? There they did like the behind the scenes special on the Mandalorian. It was like an eight episode thing. No, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't finished it, but that thing is great. Like, every episode they dive into different aspects about the Mandalorian. Like, one of the episodes, they, they, they're just doing a roundtable and interviewing the directors of each episode. And then one of them, they talk about the special effects. And in every episode, they talk about a different aspect of the show, and it's, it's awesome. It's so cool, especially because the show is so good. So to hear them, like, talk about what, what decisions and whatnot, it – it's awesome. It's like the perfect like supplement to the series. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll have to. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. It's on there. I would recommend that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. It. It's been a long time since there was a show like that, and I feel like they rolled it out. They rolled it out in, in a good way, where like, it's it comes out every week instead of l releasing the season all at once and like binge watching yeah. it. It keeps people like I can't. It, it gave me that feel of like uh, when Breaking the last show that I read. Well, I guess Game of Thrones, but like <laughs> Breaking Bad was another yeah. one that like every week you're like, oh my god, I have to, I have to, like Breaking Bad's on. I have everybody, everything stop. Like I like for the next hour, don't bother me. Like um, that's <laughs> totally that's totally how I felt about Mandalorian, and um, I'm excited to see kind of like how the story keeps going and. Because um, it ended in, I mean, no, you know, no spoiler alerts, but like it ended in such a like oh, really open ended too. Yeah, you got to see the dark. You got to see a live action dark saber. Like how cool is that? Like, <laughs> like I, I like, I probably, I probably like flipped the table or something when I saw that happen. <laughs> like it was it, like I think there there was like a meme about it. Like casual Star fans are like seeing him brandish it. They're like, wait, he's got a lightsaber, and then like. Us Star Wars fans are just like losing our shit over the dark saber. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, is, is there anything else like aside from that? That's any movies that are 
um, that you're looking forward to, like any Star Wars or I'm really uh, like the new Wonder Woman was supposed to come out in June. Yeah, I was into, I was interested in that. Uh, I'm trying to think of what. I'll be honest. I'm kind of I'm I'm excited to see Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. I'm excited to see that. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I mean, like. I, I like growing up like Batman was like my favorite superhero so like those regardless of how terrible they end up those movies end up being like those I probably aside from paying to go see those movies I think I only paid to go see Batman movies in theaters oh okay okay yeah like yeah. I, I wasn't a big I mean of course I was a big fan of the Dark Knight trilogy and like some of those oh, yeah. you know the, um, the earlier um, I watched all the other Batmans that came out like in the 80s, like late 80s and 90s, but you know, it kind of went downhill with Val Kilmer. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, um, I mean, that, that one's just I appreciate that one not for Val Kilmer, but for Arnold as Mr. Freeze, like he's the shining star of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one hands is, down. <laughs> and, and Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey as the Riddler, too, was like pretty dope. Um, uh, Oh, wait, yeah, Mr. Free, that's the George Clooney one. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. my God, I forgot about George I mean, Clooney. No, you're right, yeah, Jim Carrey, yeah. I mean, same case, though. It's about Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I forgot. I totally forgot that it was George Clooney who was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's, like, the newer ones, like, uh, I, I was cool with, um, you know, I think a lot of people get attached to the idea that, like, they thought that these new um, movies with like, you know, when it started with Man of Steel and then they did Batman versus Superman and then Justice League, that it wasn't a continuation of the Dark Knight. It was like a, a completely new universe that they were trying to spin up. And, yeah, um, they I, were, the problem is they were trying to be like Marvel. That, that, that was the problem, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I get it, you want to have that, but it's like, dude, they already did it. Like, do something else, like... Yeah. Which I think they're. It seems like they. I think they finally found their footing, and it was, hey, let's not do a universe. Let's just do a bunch of really good standalone movies. Because like the Joker, that that standalone Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, that was really good. Oh yeah. And it has, no, and it has nothing to do with whatever malarkey is going on in their DC universe now. But yeah, the Joker was great. The the Robert Pattinson Batman movie that unfortunately is now being delayed, but oh, I know. that teaser. That move, that one looks great. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, that looks really cool, and and I'm really excited about. Um, I feel like the Wonder Woman movie was a good one that could just stand alone by itself too. Like yeah, um, you know, I mean, of course it was a part of the universe, but I'm excited for that the second one of that that to come out. And Zack Snyder, like they, I feel like they kind of do him a disservice. Like a lot of people, I know people talk shit about him, like or but they. You know, uh, do you remember the Watchmen? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was brilliantly. That is a brilliantly directed movie. I and just the tone of that is so perfect for that comic. And then um, uh, he also did Three Hundred, which was another good, just like action. So so well done. Like so well directed. Yeah, and, yeah, and that that's why I still. That's why like I I'm like one of five people on this planet that backs Batman versus Superman. Cause I was like, he's pulling scenes straight out of Frank Miller's comic book. You guys don't get this. Like, yes. And like, he got the tone, right? Like 
Batman is supposed to be dark. Like, I, I'm, like, one of five people probably on this planet that likes Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he, I, I actually really like it, too. So, they're, they're, they're two, we're two out of five. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There are some whack scenes, like, really screaming Martha. That's what's going to stop everything. Like, I'll admit, that's a little that's a little sus to me. But, yeah. I mean, they're... But I enjoyed it. I thought it was a cool movie. I thought Zack Snyder did a good job, yeah. I, I did, too. Yeah, I mean, there, there are definitely some silly parts, but um, I feel like they don't, um, you know, these are huge mainstream blockbuster movies, and I don't yeah, feel like totally. they're giving him the creative license to do what would really make a badass movie. And you're right, dude. Like, Batman, Batman is fueled by the death of his family. Like, he is fueled yeah, by he's suppo- revenge. Yeah, he's supposed to be dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, that's, the hard, that's the hard thing about a Justice League movie is every other DC character is lighthearted except Batman. So it's like, I can understand how difficult it would be to make a movie like that. Right, right. Yeah, he, he is not a happy person. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, you'd, you'd be pissed too if you had to watch your parents get gunned down in every single movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. In every <laughs> comic, like, I, I just went to the comic book shop the other day um, to buy my brother-in-law um, uh, a, a comic for his birthday, and I bought. Of course, I had to buy one for myself. Um, so I, I bought this new Batman series, and like every Batman, it always, it's almost a little tiring because. Every single comic, when they start a new storyline, they have to reference that, like, his family was killed. And it's like, I have just seen that so many times. It's like, <laughs> we get it. Like, yeah, I know his story. I know his backstory already. But I guess they do that in case somebody new picks up a comic and doesn't know um, the yeah. backstory. Like, then you get a little bit of a flashback. But, yeah, that is sure, true. Yeah. A lot of the other co- uh, characters in the DC universe, like the Flash and... Green Lantern and um, are a lot more lighthearted than Batman. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, like we were saying, it's like I, I can't hate on a movie that I'm not going to hate Batman versus Superman just for a couple like weird, quirky things. I mean, come on. My favorite movie is Star Wars and a Star Trooper blatantly hits his head on a door. <laughs> like, come on. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not one to be judging little things in movies. So. Sure. Sure. Me neither. Me neither. And it's like yeah. I. Yeah, I my, my, my my favorite movie is about a green muppet that couldn't find the Sith Lord hiding under his own nose. <laughs> they. You know. It's. Uh, I agree. I think people. I. I. I I'm not judgy about it either. Like. Um, a few years ago, that they redid the new the Ninja Turtle movies. Um, I don't know if you oh, saw yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so when I was a kid, I grew up in the '80s and '90s, and like, um, you know, I saw the the old Ninja Turtles when it was on TV, like, um, same, you know, 1987. Yeah. Like, I was I was watching it when I was four years old, and like, um, uh, I grew up with it. And um, even though the, a lot of people were hating on like that, the turtles. They looked weird, that, like, it was just this big explode. It was too derivative from, like, the original. And uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm just thankful that they keep making these movies. And, and like... Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm just stoked that I can see the Ninja Turtles again. Yeah, yeah. And, and to see it reimagined. Like, yes, the old one, 
that that the very first Ninja Turtle movie where it's like a lot of practical effects and it's people literally in costumes and this new one is also oh, do, do do you remember the Ninja Turtles like theatrical like musical? Yes. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. I think I had that I think I had that on VHS. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, like it's 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 different than it was then, but like I'm just glad that they keep doing it and I'm not going to you know, maybe that makes me a sucker, like, um, that I keep going to these movies. But uh, same thing with Star Wars. I'm like, and, and Batman. And, like, I'm like, just keep making Batman and Star Wars movies. Like, just keep doing it. Like, we love it. And, yeah. it, you know. Yeah, keep, keep making Star Wars movies. I don't care if they're awful. Like, you'll you'll keep getting my money at this point. <laughs> right, right. For sure. For sure. Um, that, that's that's how I'm with Power Rangers, too. It's like, yeah, keep rebooting it. I'll keep watching it. I don't care. I'll watch it again. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm totally the same way. Um, That's I, like I the it. other thing I run in the background is like I'll run Power Rangers on Netflix like constant, constantly as well. Like the original? Yeah, like the OG Power Rangers. Oh, like those yeah. first like I think three seasons. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I had a bunch of Power Rangers when I was a kid and that was like – I was probably in the like fifth grade – fourth or fifth grade when that was really – like in pop popularity, but I had a bunch of the action figures, and now my nephew, he's um, yeah. he my nephew is six or seven now, six I think, and he um, uh, he he loves it now. He wa- he watches the old the original on Netflix, and uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So like, uh, I buy him Power Rangers for his birthday and stuff like that, and he loves it. And I and I think it's really cool. It's like I love stuff like that. That's kind of and Ninja Turtles too. Like. Um, they're not as into Ninja Turtles as I was when I was a kid, but it's like, you know, I'm 37 years old and I'm still buying Ninja Turtles. Like, it's just, I'm buying them for my nephews now, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Um, well, Vic, this is awesome, man. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, I had a lot of fun talking to you, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This was great. This was awesome. And, and, um, I know we mentioned it at the beginning, but if people want to find you online and, uh, you know, check out your drum covers and stuff like that where uh what's your instagram handle once more <laughs> my instagram handle is at only chance the o is a zero <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> awesome man well dude um we'll have to do this again sometime i do hope that i get to see you uh sooner rather than later and um congrats again on an awesome uh on awesome release um I really, Thank you. really, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, I was talking to one of my friends earlier today and I'm like, I'm really just in, I mean, I know you guys, so it's, you know, uh, I, I like that aspect of it too, but I'm really just enthusiastic about this album. I, I love the guitars. I love the drums. I like the melodies and everything. It's just a really, really fun uh, album. And I can tell you guys put a lot of work into it. Dude, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Hell yeah. Awesome. Well, Vic, have a good one, man. And um, I'll probably have this up um, uh, next week, if not the week after. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going on a little vacation next okay. week, so I'm going to try to get it edited and, and like set up to go out next week. Oh. But hopefully I can get it done uh, before then. So. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, whatever. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll hit you up once it's up. Awesome. Sounds good, man. All right. See you, brother. Have a good one. Cool. All right. You too, man. Bye-bye. All right. Later.